we have Damien Molek with us. Damien is referred to as a god in the medical community in Hong Kong. He has magic in his hands. Damien, welcome on WWW. Let's begin by asking, what is it that you do and patients get better just by your touch? So, I just want to introduce myself. I'm an osteopath. Um, I've studied at the Victoria University in Australia, five years of osteopathy. We usually start by studying structural osteopathy, which is anatomy, and we follow the principles of osteopathy, which are structure-governed functions. Um, the body has got the ability to heal itself. So what we do, we tap into the body and find out what the restrictions are to correct blood flow, lymphatic system, so the body can deal with it. We actually do not act directly at towards the body. We're just like observers. And we guide the body to heal itself. Now there's different ways of doing it. You can do it by mobilizing the body to restructure uh, the whole framework of the body. Or you can use different mediums like fluids, potency in the body, slight inherent movement in the body that need to be corrected to make sure that the physiology comes back together. So this is what I do. I just you develop a fine sense of touch and you keep into in mind the body as a whole. You don't dissociate the parts from the whole. And when you keep that in mind and you treat the person as a whole, the whole body reconnects together and all the systems can synchronize and work together and the body can heal. Make sense? Yeah. It makes sense because I've tried it. <laughs> I've had you do a session. Um, I know that you give a lot of importance to intuition in your practice. Personally, can you share some instances? So, it's, it's very... Intuition is only something that can be associated with knowledge in my job. If you go with pure intuition without knowledge, you cannot be precise in what you do. So you have to work on intuition. Intuition is basically working on the left side, uh, the right side of the brain. Right? Whereas your clinical thinking is the left side of the brain. Now when your clinical thinking and your intuition come together and synchronize, you tend to have a better idea and a, we can call it a gut feeling of what the problem is. Mm -hmm. But you have to divide your attention. You cannot only be um, clinically thinking about the issue because you become convergent. So the moment you just put your clinical hat on and you say eliminate all the red flags and say, okay, it could be this, could be that, could be that, establishing a differential diagnosis, you then take a step back and look at the body as a whole and tap in to uh, basically the right side of your brain which will guide you toward what the potential uh, um, result or what the potential cure could be and how you can do it. Mm. Okay, but it's, it's, it's very hard to do. And sometimes your, your gut feeling and your intuition can, can trick you because the two parts of the body just say, oh, maybe you're wrong, maybe this is what it should be. So 
So you have to have, it's an educated guess, mm. intuition. It's not something that's, oh, I'm going to treat that because I feel that it's the right thing to do. It's, it, it, does, it comes with work and experience. Mm. And you have to blend it with knowledge. That's when intuition is powerful. Otherwise, uh, if you don't have the knowledge to back up the intuition, it doesn't really work that well. Mm. Make sense also? Totally. <laughs> Damien, responsibility increases one's ability and makes an individual dynamic. For young people still shaping their careers, can you share what you attribute your success to? So, you have to like your job. That's very important. You have to be passionate about what you do, and you have to do continuing education. You have to constantly learn. You learn the more you learn, the, the less you know, the better you are at your job. And I say the more you learn, the, you learn the less you know, the more you realize how much you don't know, right? Okay, which is great because it opens up your field and it stops you from being again convergent and just going to one area, yeah, and you, you have the ability, the more you learn, the more you have knowledge to just open up and look at everything as a whole. You are less, again, less convergent and less focusing on, on specific issues, really looking at the person in one entity, okay? Now, when you do this and you use both the right and the left side of your brain, your life is much more enjoyable and your job is much more enjoyable. And the patient enjoy your company more because you don't restrict what you do and you get better response. You just, they, their body opens up, they feel comfortable, okay? And they give you back what you gave them. So their self job satisfaction is amazing. And, and then you get referrals because mm. people like you. They like what you do, you get results. Yeah. And you treat people as an individual and kindly which helps a lot. The yeah. more you learn, the more you earn. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> no stop to learning. <laughs> and Damien, now being so successful, do you feel a sense of responsibility to give back? For, for sure. It's, um, you have to, the, in life, the, the, you learn from elders and then you give back. to. I mean, then you eventually become an elder and you give back. I'm, I've started doing this and I've got people working with me that I mentor that are, and I want to, as I get older, to start going to university and teach more and, and just explain what I do, like, like the elders passed on to me, like my, one of my mentors recently passed away and uh, he had so much knowledge and I had to give it back. So, but this is a step to come in my life, it's coming now, I can feel it, that I'm going to have to start teaching, start you know, passing on the knowledge, but it will time, at the right time. The other day I read in the newspaper that you had some free clinic, can you tell us more about it? Um, the free clinic, we open the clinic uh, every, we used to do it every four months at the moment with the, with the pandemic, that we are a bit restricted, but we open the clinic to uh, unprivileged people, especially uh, refugees in Hong Kong, and we open the clinic for the whole day and we treat them like, not just with osteopathy but also with clinical psychology. We have like yoga classes, Pilates classes, acupuncturists, 
in uh, the old days we had general practitioners and obstetricians but now we pair up with other clinics, dental clinics and we treat the patients for the whole day for free. And the students from the Chinese International School are helping just manage the project and making sure that the logistics run smoothly, so, which is great. It's a good collaboration. That's so cool. That's so cool. Now, Damien, this I really need to know. So many people who bring in weight, how do you remain light? So, this was a problem earlier on in life. When I was in my late 20s, I took on everything from the people. And I could feel that I would get to Saturday afternoon, I would, I would have seen like 60, 70 patients in the week. And I could feel that there was something like, you know, you either had to exercise, either go to a bar and have a couple <laughs> of drinks, either, you know, just you know go running somewhere or you could feel the weight that was on and and it was it was eating me slowly and I had no protection mechanism and I went uh, on holiday to Cairns and I went to get a massage from a lady that was very intuitive and she could feel all that she's like, and she's like whoa like collecting a lot of stuff you know you need to let it go mm. and that's like what do you mean so you, I can feel that you're just taking on the burden of a lot of people and she used the word like you're not a you're not a rubbish being you know you're not you need to just gonna empty it and let it go and I was thinking wow this is what's happening and I just realized that Saturday afternoon I was like quite edgy and I was like there was lots going on at the nervous system level and she said to me well what you need to do is very simple you need to picture and she said to me first you need to go and sit next to a waterfall and I remember those words and I'm thinking the water will tend to and I remember thinking if I had a shower when I got home I would feel better mm -hmm. so and she says you've got a waterfall and the water's your shield and every negative energy that you absorb needs to be reflected from that shield. And from the moment she said that, it got better. I mean, the, my own body just realized that I had to have a protective mechanism and I felt much better straight away. So I basically, I didn't even learn how to do it. It just happened automatically. The energy started deflecting. Mm. And since then, it's been, it's been okay. Occasionally you have people who can go through the waterfall <laughs> and just like, Ooh. Creeping. And, just like and they're kind of plugging to just unload everything on you. And you, you kind of know the spaces and you're like, okay. And you then you consciously say, I need a waterfall, I need a shield. Yeah. So if you get if you once you take consciousness of it, usually like things work themselves out. So what um you know, who should come to an osteopath and what kind of problems or challenges would their body be facing? Um, we, we treat from newborns to the elderly. So my uh, youngest patient I've ever had, apart from my children, was two days old. Wow. Okay, women come out, dudes come out of the hospital in Australia 
and straight away first off was me see the babies. At one stage I was the baby guy and I saw a lot of babies in Australia and it's like, oh this guy sees babies and I was like, no no no, I don't <laughs> and it's not seeing because I was seeing a lot of babies and making this, you know, restricted, you know, uh, communication. And um, I started branching out a bit more and saw like um, lots of kids. Okay, so you see kids from there is a spectrum. Really, when, when people don't feel really bad, but they've got little problems that need to be corrected, or uh, that's when they, they're young. When they get older, you can see you can see people with all musculoskeletal issues, people with gastric dysfunction, uh, people with headaches, people with breathing issues, people with insomnia. So the spectrum is quite wide. It's quite wide, but it's uh, as an osteopath, you really also have to respect that spectrum. You can't take on someone who's got a severe illness on your own. You can help add-on with other medical field but you have to recognize that spectrum mm. and if you help people and you can fix people who have got really severe issues it's good but you have to work with other practitioners mm. you cannot do it on your own you have to work with general practitioners you have to work with specialists you have to make sure that there's a coordination you have to work with psychologists do mm. and you just add on we believe that if the structure is good the function is going to be good whether it's physiological psychological or mechanical but sometimes people need help from from other people too sometimes you can help people on your own like a lot of the time you can help people with ailments mechanical ailments on your own or a bit of insomnia or yeah, a bit of maybe depression by changing their, their diet by giving them supplements and working on their nervous, nervous system osteopathically that's fine but if they don't get better you have to work with other people out of that spectrum. But osteopathy can help everything. It's just a philosophy, the way of looking at the at the human body just as a whole. As a whole. You treat the cause, you treat the structure to make sure the function is okay, and you keep in mind that the body has got the ability to heal itself. Mm. It's pretty simple. It's actually not that complicated. Because most things in life are not complicated. <laughs> we, make it, we, make it we make it complicated. Yes. So, Damien, this brings me to my last um, question. You obviously have given meditation priority as you organize for your team to undergo the Art of Living meditation course. Can you share your thoughts on meditation and what you took from the course? So, for me, meditation is very very important unfortunately I don't practice it as much as I would like to okay I, I still haven't got that discipline to do it like every day and I was talking to that young osteopathic student who does it every day and I'm like wow it's amazing she did. She did. amazing she says I've been, she's been doing it since she was 13 so you have to get into the habits of doing it but what I like about what resonates with me with meditation is that it's very similar to what I do with my work. You tap into the inner mechanism of the body, the essence that we all have, and we let the essence do what it needs to do to calm the mind, to relax the body. Sometimes we just don't let our body do what it needs to do, but meditation you know, does that. So for me, it's easy to meditate because I do it at work also. Okay, and I communicate with that mechanism 
to make sure that the body has got the ability to heal itself. But if one meditates, it can get into that way of being that um, uh, some uh, parasympathetic engagement, you could call it, where your nervous system just suddenly disengages and lets the body open up just increase blood flow everywhere and basically just regulate sympathetic and parasympathetic. We live in a world where we, what we call allostatically loaded, where we all like, just go, 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 go. Those 20 minutes of just balancing the nervous system could be life-changing mm. because um, also when I, um, when I treat patients and I just treat um, what we call the, the, the mechanism, the inherent mechanism of the body, I have used mantras mm. to just find, I mean my mantra, to find where the issue is or to tap into it, to wake up the mechanism, mm. to just ignite what we call the potency in the mechanism that's asleep, that's not a functional. So it's very, very close to and I would like people to, my staff, to all meditate and have that as a tool when life is a little bit too much. Mm. Not everyone takes to it, but it takes time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, before I did the Art of Living course, I met someone and they said to me, um, when I was curious, I said, what is all of this? And I've heard so much about it. They said, you know what? It's a tool that's with you all the time and if ever you're in need you have that tool to go back to and I think that was you know absolutely correct Um, so even though they've done the course they may not practice but at some point something dawns and people come back yes exactly so uh, the staff was like I'm not going to do this (laughs) (laughs) others were like wow this is amazing you know Mix <laughs> and, and one of the uh, osteopath was quite restricted in doing it. He's actually been meditating. Oh, oh wow. wow, that's yeah. excellent. So six months later, he says, "Yeah, I've been meditating every day." Oh, so really? Wow. Came to the city. It was like, you know, it was like, oh, you know, quite. There was there were lots going on with COVID with people's emotions, there's so many pepped up emotions around, right? And if you've got personal issues in your life at the same time you don't get on well with your partner or one of your kids is dealing with issues, okay, that pepped up emotion just accumulates. Mm-hmm. And this is what's been happening. So they got the tool. Yeah. They realized they needed it six months later, they've used it. Mm. Which is great. Yes, excellent. That's wonderful. So on this note, <laughs> we can conclude this podcast. Thank you so much, Thank Damien. Thank you, Damien. Pleasure. This was great. <laughs> Thank you.